Welcome to Women Winning It Writing Podcast Show. I am your host, Chelsea McCoy, and this is the show where we talk about all things writing and all things editing from a woman's perspective. This show is brought to you by Your Writing Table, where we help you tell your story, your way, and your words. This show has been developed to discuss the behind the scenes of the book writing journey and experience. We talk about those things that make up the book excuse me, the book writing experience, things like what inspired you? What was your writing process like? Did you experience writer's block? And we even talk about editing, of course, because that is also part of the book writing journey. So we talk about so many amazing topics and our goal is to provide inspiration, motivation, encouragement, and to break down the myths that writing a book is impossible. If this is your first time joining us, again, my name is Chelsea. I am a published author, editor, and the owner of Your Writing Table, which provides full-service book writing, consulting, editing, and publishing services. I've been writing and editing for over 20 years, and I promise you I eat, sleep, and breathe writing and editing. Like I think it's a second language for me. For all our returning listeners, thank you so much for being a part of our podcast family. We appreciate you, and we thank you for all the support the questions that you send in, the topic suggestions, and all of the positive feedback. Keep them coming, y'all. We love that. Thank you, last but not least, to all of our partners who support us financially and help us to continue creating quality content and also to provide a platform for women writers to share their writing journey, promote their books, brands, and businesses. If you would like to be a partner, please click on the link at the end of the episode notes for more information. So let's get into today's episode. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome. We are still in the midst of season three, and we have just had some guests that have been absolutely phenomenal. And we thank you, as always, for tuning in. And today's episode is no different. You guys know we're going to keep bringing you all of the things that are going to help you win at writing. And we also want to help you win at life, too. So you're going to get some mixed nuggets here and there that may not specifically pertain to writing, but we also want you to be successful and win in life and in other areas as well. And so today's guest is a true gem. She is such a jewel and I was... um, so blessed to connect with her and she is actually in the process of writing her book um it is to be released soon however i was so thrilled to speak with her and to get some information on the book that she is writing and of course i'm going to hand her the mic in just a moment so that she can share with you but um She is absolutely phenomenal. She is going to speak with us about her current writing process and what she's got going on. So without further ado, would you all please help me give a warm welcome to Miss Diane Bell McCoy. Welcome, Diane. Thank you, Chelsea. Thank you for having me this morning. You are so welcome. And, you know, it's funny because, of course, you know, I think when we first talked, um, your last name being McCoy, even though it's spelled slightly different than mine, um, you know, I'm still like, hey, are we cousins? Is there possible? (laughs) There was another young lady who we had on the show not too long ago, and her name, our names are spelled exactly the same, MC capital C-O-Y. And so, of course, the very first thing we talked about was, are you my cousin? (laughs) 
All is possible. All is possible. Those connections in this world. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for being our guest on today. Tell us a little bit about yourself, um, your book project and, and what it's about. So as I tell you a little bit about myself, it really is intertwined with the book in terms of why I chose to write it. But I've been in the realm of community human development for a long time. I'm not going to tell how many years. Um, I am now doing my own business, a consulting firm in terms of opportunity connection, which is simply about that connecting people to opportunities, uh, businesses, individuals. It is my passion about how to help people, particularly black people, achieve and connect more on behalf of their lives and their organizations and how to connect across the bridge, what I consider the racial bridge in our country to make a difference. But I've done that connecting through all these years of my professional career and it's really my passion. It's really has not been any of the positions I've held, not been a job, they've been my passion. And I've been able to make connections between people of different races, different incomes, and I'm quickly able to connect with people. And I didn't share for many years what led me to make those connections with people because mm-hmm. I wasn't willing to share with people a gift that I had. And it was only recently in writing the book that I was willing to go public and to talk about the gift. And that gift is I'm an empath. And so as an empath, I connect to other people through their energies and their emotions. I can pick them up. I can feel them. I have a sense of who people are, even when they're not ready to talk about it. And so it is that gift that happened to me many years ago that the book is about when I was about 22, 23, and I was actually in therapy. And in a therapy session, a group session, going around the room with others and talking about some of our own trauma with our parents. Um, And there was a young man sitting next to me that had a hard time articulating his trauma, articulating his feelings. And in the midst of that, I went before him and I burst out crying, almost hysterical. And I had learned and therapy to discern what was mine versus what was someone else's. Mm -hmm. The moment I burst out crying, I turned to him and I said, these are not my tears. This is not my pain. This is yours. He immediately burst out crying and I stopped. And so the book is about what it means to be a black empath and particularly an empathic meaning, being able to pick up other people's energies and their different types of empath. But this is a very specific book around that gift and that gift having brought many different stories, many different pieces of information to me again a number of years ago and being in Baltimore, Maryland and being at a particular spot in Baltimore, Maryland I heard very clearly the voices, the energy of enslaved persons who obviously were deceased and they called out to me and they called out to me and shared their pain and so the book is called it's really around a pathway to healing and it's called the blood and the dirt and it really was a message around that we as a people are not going to be able to heal completely in terms of challenges we're experiencing unless we also recognize the blood of our ancestors enslaved in the dirt and call out their names 
and lift up what happened for them. And this is true, not just I believe in Baltimore, that's where they came to me, but I believe it's true across our country in terms of lifting them up and celebrating their lives in terms of that very blood that lies in the dirt across this country in terms of where they were enslaved, where they were hung, where they were beaten. Um, That's important. I think that we can't move forward until we also acknowledge that history that we have as a body of people, as a body of people blood in this country and recognizing that slavery has occurred in other parts of the globe. But I think that's an important message. But it's a book also about other times where I've used the empath skill to move myself forward or to help other people. And I would say it really has been a healing process for me, uh, both using the book and writing and obviously being in therapy, to really come to grips with and come to accept that gift. I think often we don't accept the God-given gift we have. And for me, I was didn't talk about it out loud so many times. I was frightened of it and frightened of how people may respond to it. And so my writing has helped me bring out things that happened and I've experienced and be proud of that gift and recognizing I was given that gift for a reason to help other people. Simply said, nothing more. How do I help move someone forward in terms of their own journey, in terms of moving forward, but obviously in a respectful way in terms of that. So it's a pathway to healing. The blood is in the dirt and it's been tough. It's been tough writing. I'm sure it has. However, that is so powerful. And I think just the fact that you took that leap of faith to share, I mean, that's just yeah, I'm, I was just sitting here listening and just, just taken aback. What was the inspiration for you to tell your story? I think the inspiration to, I've always wanted to write the story and I've been back and forth over a number of years, only more recently in the last year or so getting very serious about writing. And the impetus was another, another trauma for me and that Without a lot of details about it, I experienced something in terms of professional world that I wasn't prepared for. And it was nothing I was guilty of, but caught up in someone else's swirl of negativity. And Mm -hmm. during that world, I developed PTSD. Mm. And in developing PTSD, it really took me to another place it really requires strength uh, from God to help me. It requires strength from my therapist, from my coach, uh, spiritual coach, in terms of going through this. And it was also knowing that if in terms of a sense of really experiencing not just the gift of the being an empath, but my ability to connect directly spiritually with God and hear him and it was in a my prayer closet and going through all this that I was struggling with whether to do something or not to leave my husband who was is ill and at the time could I go on a trip and have people be here with them and at that very moment of my struggle I heard a voice tell me that I didn't trust him And I looked around, and I'm in this closet by myself, and I looked around, and for the where that voice came from, 
And I was clear it was God's voice telling me that I didn't trust him. It was through that experience of healing from the PTSD, being clear about God in my life and guiding me, that I knew that I had nothing any longer to be afraid of to share my story and that others could be healed by sharing my story. And then we fast forward through COVID. I actually reached out during COVID on LinkedIn and asking for other women, black women who might be empaths. And I met a number of them. And when you have a gift like that, that feels, can feel scary to other people, can feel uncomfortable to other people, you tend not to want to talk about it. Uh, but they, that journey and those women that have similar gifts, we talked about it. And we talked about the gifts and what it meant in their lives. And so I got a chance to be with my tribe. Oh, good. Um, okay. And I have another friend who I've known for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And our friendship came about as a result of that. But being with my tribe, being with other people, that told me that there were other people out here that have the same gift and may have the same fear and reluctance to talk about it out loud as though people will be negative about them or poo-poo them. And I was clear it didn't matter anymore that I had to talk about it. I had to put it in writing. Okay. And and that's important, being with your tribe, being with those that support you and encourage you and are going to help keep you motivated along the way. You know, and then like you said, to know that there's those that understand what it is that you're going through makes it that much easier as well. Um, so as you are still in the content creation stage for your book, what is the writing process or like what's your routine like when, you know, you're like ready to sit down and write or when you have a download and you got to write it because <laughs> that idea is fresh. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I will tell you that I also have a writing coach. And, and so the routine I'm, I'm supposed to be doing is writing every day a certain just writing every day, taking some time and writing every day. I haven't always faithfully been able to do that. I can tell you that when I'm, when there's this enormous kind of emotional surge of energy or and remembering some part of the story, that I can sit down and it just flies off the page. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just flies off the page in terms of being able to write. I know the discipline of writing every day, writing something. Some of that for me is challenged right now because of my husband's um, health has deteriorated significantly. Um, but I'm writing other things right now, even if it's not the book. I'm still writing other things so that I keep writing. But I, I do think it's important to have a routine of writing. And I'm the first to say it's important, but it, I Hopefully, I'll be given grace because I'm not always adhering to that routine myself. That's good. And I'm glad you have a coach that can help you (laughs) to stay focused because, yeah, you do. You have a lot, you know, on your plate right now. And so having that coach is going to help you stay focused, of course. And like you said, to develop the routine, which is very important to not only help you stay focused, but, you know, help you keep your thoughts in line and make sure that you're not you know, forgetting important things or just, again, really helping you to stay focused, which I know is super important. So you talked about um, the healing journey and healing Um, has writing the book or while you're writing the book, rather, has it helped you in uh, in your healing journey as well? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. It has helped me in my healing journey. It has helped me absolutely accept myself and be okay with who I am. And I got a lot of years on me. But at <laughs> this moment, to arrive at that, even all the accolades I received and those were not important to me in terms of that they didn't they weren't I couldn't connect with them and putting the story down and even the painful parts of the story in terms of times where I the gift would appear and I could know something about someone else that wasn't a good thing happening for them or when questioning myself and the writing helped me no long writing helped me along with others to stop doubting myself mm-hmm. stop doubting my gift yeah and I think that as women and and this may be true beyond that but I know as a black woman that there are lots of doubts about myself lots of doubts about my capability and again I'm someone with an quote-unquote illustrious career lots of awards but it still never registered in terms of in some of that just in terms of goes to the little girl and me in terms of those doubts and so I got a chance to go back to part of that in my writing to talk about that journey and to get clear that that was then and how do I help heal that little girl in terms of even telling her story as a part of this um, when that when I could feel stuff that was going on and know that it was happening when I was feeling suicidal in terms of as a young so it's putting that in the past and moving forward to the now and being able to connect to the now to say it's okay that that was then and we can comfort her then, but this is now, and you really are a great, fabulous person, and you do wonderful things to support other people, and that is the gift, and that is the direction that you were given by God to do, and so the book has helped me be able to look at that, along with, again, therapy and everything else, to look at myself in this eyesight versus the eyesight I had going through earlier trauma in my life. So the book has been a part of my healing. That's wonderful. And, you know, we talk about that um, in a few, quite a few of the episodes too, in embracing our gifts, Um, you know, the things that God has gifted each of us with to, you know, not fight it. (laughs) And I know sometimes depending on the gifts that we, each of us have, we do run from it because sometimes it's just overwhelming. Like, Oh my goodness, this is, this is what I have. You know, this is, this is, this is who I am, you know? Um, and so we, we, we do tend to run from it sometimes. However, um, as you have mentioned, when we embrace it, then we're able to really like move forward in that aspect of our life. And, I think it also helps to start to bring our life into like that full circle, you know, like you're like, okay, I got my job. I have my family, you know, um, I've got this goal. I've got that goal. And then when you begin to encompass your gift into all of that, it's like, okay, I'm becoming this whole person now. Now I'm becoming the whole woman. Um, you know, once you, um, get to that point, I think that you can begin to see your life take a different shape. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, yeah, I agree completely. Yeah. What is one thing that you have learned or are learning about yourself 
since you've been writing the book? I've learned that I'm human. <laughs> as silly as that may right? sound. No, but I get it. <laughs> I've learned that I'm human. I've learned that I make mistakes. I've learned that I'm not going to be pleasing to everybody. I, but forgiving myself when I make mistakes and not thinking that's the end of the earth. I've learned that it's simply okay to be who I am. I have learned that I won't, everybody and I won't get along and that's okay. I've learned to go with that you can have different feelings at the same time that I didn't know that before in terms of that that you can have joy you can have sadness at the same time in terms of going through that all that is about being just a human being on this earth in terms of that and following what you believe and what God is directing you to give those that believers in terms of his gift in terms of making the direction so I've learned all of that about myself and I have to tell you that it is a absolutely wonderful feeling to feel more whole, to be okay, to not be devastated. I recently had a situation where I had a client that I didn't quite do a good job for and so she no longer needed my services. That would have taken me to shreds years yeah. ago. I mean, mm-hmm. I just would have been devastated, could never get back up again. And I thought, okay, that didn't, I could have done something better. Let's learn from it. But this isn't who you are completely. Mm-hmm. That one instant doesn't make me a bad person. It makes for not a bad, good connection in terms of that. But it doesn't make me a bad person forever. I hope for anybody writing whatever that the journey about this is just also learning who you are and the fact that even the struggles of writing that that's a part of a positive for you because you're doing that in terms of the importance of just putting the pen to paper going to the computer in terms of that that how valuable that is to know that you're doing that and nobody else can give your story whatever it is Mm -hmm. nobody whether poetry nobody can do that but you and I, I, that's, you know, of course, that's that's our whole slogan for for the business is telling your story, your way yes. in your words, because you, just as with you, your story and your experience is yours and mine may be similar, but it's not yours. Yes. And, you yes. know, there's things within each of us that, um, you know, when we talk about writing, the first thing that I get from some women is well there's so many other books that are written yes on the same topic that I'm writing on and you're right yes it is there's four gazillion books on how to sew a dress and there's four million books on you know how to build your business or you know whatever topic that's out there however the way that you sew your dress the way that the steps you took to build your business or whatever business you have it's not the other person's experience and the audience, the listeners, the people that God is assigned to you is not for everybody else. So That's right. the world or that group of folks is waiting for you to step out and to tell your story because those particular people need to hear, want to hear from you. And so, um, you know, that's one thing that we definitely encourage each matter of fact, whoever is listening to this right now, please know your words are waiting to be heard. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Your story They're is absolutely waiting. Yeah. For your story. It's unique. It is unique and only you can tell it. That's only it. you can tell it. Only you. And 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 be proud of the story that you're telling. It may have some gory pieces. It may have some stuff that might not be so good or positive or people may question, oh my goodness, she went through this or she went through that. But that's who made you, you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you brought up such a good point when you were saying you you began to embrace yourself and you began yes. to accept the fact that you are human. And I think that a lot of times, especially we as women, we don't give ourselves enough grace. <laughs> We don't, we don't we give don't. ourselves permission to be human. Nope, I got to be a mom. Nope, I got to be the, the employee. Nope, I got to be the sister. I have to be the neighbor. I have to be this and I have to be that. I have to be the wife, you know. Um, But give yourself permission to be human. To be well, and you. I would... Chelsea, I would say that more than anything else, we also say all of those things and we say we got to be the best at all of them. And that's just not real. Because yeah. we're saying we got to be this we got and we got to be the best at it. And we can't let anything drop and we can't let that. And some things drop. And, you know, I would say to any woman listener in terms of writing a book and thinking about that and the, and the fear, because I have fear, you know, same thing you described. Who will want to hear this? Who will want to even care about this story? You know, there are thousands of books already out there. And I think the one thing I would say repeatedly to people is just of that fear is wrap your arms around yourself and think of at all times that what does God want for you in terms of moving this story forward but wrapping your arms around yourself and knowing that there's so many other women who are like you who are wrapping their arms around themselves if we could think about how do we think about that is all of us coming together and collectively supporting each other in a very emotional, spiritual way of knowing there are others going through the same journey that you're going through and that that can be a gift for you to know that you're not by yourself. I think your podcast is so important as a message to get to women. You're not by yourself. And the hardest thing is believing you're by yourself, that you're only one experience this. This is just happening to you. You know, everybody is better than you. And none of that is true. And so I think your podcast offers that tribe, even in a big old tribe for all of us to know there are others that are going through something similar and that we have a greatness we have this greatness within us and about us. And even if you have to put posty notes on the mirror in the bathroom mm-hmm. or in the car, mm-hmm. put the posty notes up. You are great. You have a great gift to give and continue to share that with yourself. You are great. You have a great gift to give. And we, we're going to wrap it up with that right there. You are the greatest gift to give. And I absolutely love that. One last thing, how can listeners connect with you? How will they be able to, um, you know, stay tuned to be able to get a copy of the book once it is ready to go and released? I will give them my email address. I have several, but I'll remember the one that quickly as <laughs> my website is being built now. But it's simply straight Diane Bell McCoy. And that's D-I-A-N-E-B-E-L-L-M-C. K-O-Y at gmail.com. All one word, Diane Bell McCoy with a K at gmail.com. All 
right, perfect. And listeners, we'll be sure to put uh, her email address in the episode notes so you will have access to that. And we will keep you posted as well when the book is released. Um, So that way, when Diane lets us know, we will share it with you. Well, thank you again, Diane, for being our guest on today. We have truly enjoyed um, interviewing with you and talking with you. And we can't wait for the book to be finished so that we can get our hands on a copy of it. <laughs> Thank you. I'll make sure to let you know. Definitely. And so listeners, as always, keep winning at writing. And until next time, everyone be blessed. Bye for now. <laughs>